The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Dr. Feelgood himself, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, Mama Jamma? Mm. With I might die on the show tonight. <laughs> You're going to die on the I show. Might. I might. You know why? You Bad gas. What do you got? What's, no, what's going on? Um, so last week, I had some weird shit going on gas where no it wasn't that Could've i been. i may have had a allergic allergic reaction to something i'm not sure for like four or five days my legs my feet were all puffy and shit at night what and it was weird it was weird yeah it was like i was having an allergic reaction but not like a major allergic reaction and it took like four or five days to get over it i don't know what it was but i did eat seafood <laughs> On that day that it first started happening. Are you allergic to shellfish? <laughs> uh, is, I've never been allergic to shellfish before. Okay, okay. We went out to Red Lobster for my daughter's birthday, and, and oh, cool. that night is when it started. So it could have been that. So today, for dinner, I had like a pound of shrimp. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I ate that much, but I ate a shitload of shrimp. Okay. And it's testing out. So if I just stop talking, I may be dead. It may be your crappy internet. Who knows? Yeah, it could be just a combination of everything. <laughs> but yeah, I might like keel over. I, I feel fine right now, but we'll see. It's been a couple hours <laughs> since I ate dinner. Godspeed, sir. God. <laughs> oh, my God. That sucks, though. That totally I don't sucks. know what it was. I don't know if it was allergic reaction. I thought maybe the government was trying to take me out. Yeah. You know, um, and I survived. After for now. After the past couple of shows that we have done, it would not shock me if the government was out to get you. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. So what the hell else is new? Same old shit? That's about it. I yeah. mean, I've been working on um I may get to go down to Justin Spurrier and Rob Garcia's new place this week. Yeah, so I just saw this. Now, when exactly did all this come to fruition? Do, are they still doing the Garnett House? Yes, they still own the Garnett House. Okay, so house. they own the Garnett House and an old church now. Yes, they bought a church. I don't know what town it's in. Okay. It was built in 1904. Right. And I'm actually off half of this week so oh, there you go i'm hoping to go down there one night i'm just waiting to hear back from justin but they are they are booking for both places now so nice um i don't have the website in front of me but they'll be at the conference they have a table yes. at the conference again and you can there's some haunted places man Hell yeah, i haven't dude. been to the hotel yet or the, the hotel i haven't been to the church yet but right right the hotel place is super active. One of the most active places I've ever been. So pretty impressive. 
everything that yeah. I've seen. Pretty damn impressive. Hopefully I get to go down there with them yeah. one night this week with Justin. I haven't seen him in a while either. It's always good to hang out with our, our buddy Justin. It is always fun. Hang out I with him. I met him when I met you. Squeeze his tush a little bit. Did we meet the same time? Yeah, yeah. the first mm-hmm. time I met him was at the conference, the second year of the conference as well. Aw, buddy. First time I met Diamond. Aw. That was all that event. God, man, that is nuts. That was, <laughs> was all that one ago. event? Jesus, Louises. That is amazing. Six years ago. Jesus Six years ago. Christ. Seriously. And uh, oh, and then possible. next weekend, this coming weekend, I'm going to be going on an investigation at a house. So I'll be able to talk about that afterwards too. Whoa, cool! Like a private residence. Yeah, I got invited to go along with a buddy of mine, and uh, we'll just see what comes of it. See what Shit. I can talk about. Yeah, That's freaking that. awesome. Oh, Brian, who's bringing me, just joined the Facebook chat. What up, Brian? So. What is up? What He's is up? He's where I went to on my super secret location. That's right. The last couple weeks that I could, I can't say where. I still can't say where. Um, heads don't. might roll if I if I even say online where it is. So I can't. Well, don't do that then. Heaven but forbid. Yeah, we had, we've been. I've been investigating a good amount the last few weeks, and now I your have a couple off. coming up. It's pretty good stuff, buddy. What about yeah. you? How's how's the manor? <laughs> the manor's pretty good, man. I don't know if you saw what uh, old old Johnny Hauser caught the other night. You never sent me the link. Shh. What? Did you I never show sent you me the link? Oh yeah, fuck me. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have to do that. So look, last week <clears throat> Hauser caught something pretty pretty outstanding. Um, so he was up in what we call Inez's room, and mm-hmm. He put a flashlight down. Now, the flashlight was already lit up and blah, blah, blah. He wasn't trying to do the what's called the flashlight trick or anything like that. The flashlight was lit up, and he just set it down on one of those little desks that are in that room. Mm-hmm. Uh, sits it on there, and he's talking to the camera. He's moving around the room, blah, blah, blah. Nothing happens. Now, the flashlight's still sitting there, mind you, stationary. And... It's it's pretty phenomenal because then he asks, could you move or push that flashlight on the count of three? And he counts to three, and then you see the flashlight roll. Um, pretty interesting stuff. Now, there was a lot of crap that was going on that night, um, especially on that two-hour episode that he did. It was busy, man. It was very, very busy. But that was definitely one of the coolest things that he captured right there. In front of everybody. Everybody watching that night. It was pretty cool. So, yeah. You drinking over there? What you drinking? I'll just have a beer. What kind of beer? Just a Bud Light. Nice. Very nice. That's what it was in the fridge. This is the only beer in the fridge. Hey, Bud Light, call us. We'd love to sponsor you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or you sponsor us. The little old ectoplasm (laughs) show is going to give Bud Light. Don't think, don't think I haven't called Anheuser Busch because I have, I have. Yeah. Fuck yes, I have. Aren't they headquarters over in Europe now? Dude, I don't even know. Whatever. How did he? Who did you call? Like the local place? No, I, I don't. I don't know. This has been like six, seven months ago. I can see through your bullshit. I swear to God, we talked about this, you jackass. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> see through my bullshit. Oh my God. So hey, 
What's going on in the world of the weird? Let me see this. Um, I got a story here. I haven't read it yet, but... I haven't read any of these that I pulled up, but yeah. U.S. Congress proposes spending $10 million to look for ETs. Hang on. <laughs> that's not very much money, honestly. Hang the fuck I mean, that's on. a good amount of money. I'll take $10 million to look for aliens. <sighs> But that's nothing compared to what the government spends on shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, Anyways. too. Good Lord. So what are they doing, then? Uh, it says there's only one way to know for certain if Congress is behind something, if it opens its wallet and pays for it. Congress has proposed a new National Aeronautic and Space Administration. That's NASA for you people out there. Oh, thank you. Authorization <laughs> Act of 2018 bill and buried in its 53 pages is a recommendation to spend 10 million dollars on the search for techno signatures that's what they call it techno signatures okay uh such as radio transmissions per year for the next two fiscal years this is the first time in 25 years that congress has considered using tax dollars to search for extraterrestrial intelligence anyways we talk about this why often. not just now they're just now going to say, ask what we're actually looking for. Right. I mean, they, exactly. they, they listen for this shit anyways. So fuck. That's ridiculous. I mean, give me the 20 million and I, I'm going to go. I can. I'm going to go sit on top of a fucking hill in my lawn chair and I'm yeah. going to bring a 12 pack of Bud Light. Call us Bud Light. And <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to look for like creepy, creepy gray aliens all the live long day. Um, says those who believe the U.S. government or any government has already been in contact with and is possibly working with aliens will wonder why it would be spending money on for something it has already done. What? Oh, well, maybe the $10 million is just to throw us off their scent. Dude, you give $10 million to a couple blowhards like you and me. We put, like, just hear me out. Man. I'm going I'll, for ten million dollars. I'll go full Alex Jones. Oh like, yeah, I'll top oh, Alex yeah. Jones. I absolutely. I will make Alex Jones cry like a bitch. Anyway, what we do is we put, you know, we half the money, right? You take five, I take five. Put that crap in the bank, dude. You live off the interest. Done. Done. Done deal. Why don't we just? Fucking buy an island for three million dollars, <laughs> build a house on there, and we'd still have fifteen million dollars in the bank. Ecto Island, baby. Of. Ecto Island. There yeah, it is. Ecto Island. Why not? Hit us up on Patreon if you got a few extra mil. <laughs> yeah, just a few extra mil. It'll be fine. We'll get you on the show. So yeah, the rest of it's just like speculation on sure how they're going to do it in SETI and all that stuff. But it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's kind of so cool that they actually put the wording in there that they're going to look for techno signatures or whatever it's called. So I'm wondering if this story then is the same. Because this says NASA to announce important news about the search of life. Probably. I mean, I don't know because I haven't read it, but like uh, possible life-supporting moon Europa at the center of NASA's announcement today. Europa, discovered by the famed astronomer Galileo, early 1600s, is Jupiter's sixth moon. 
Uh, it sports an icy crust that has long been theorized hides a vast liquid ocean beneath. Uh, many brief observations of that moon have been made over the last 50 years, but no extended close studies or landings have been attempted. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. More and more attention has been turned to Europa in recent years. However, many scientists believe the, uh, the it'd be a purposeful fact-finding mission, basically. NASA's been prepared to have an orbital observation by the Europa Clipper, a spacecraft that will make approximately 45 passes. The launch is expected in the early 2020s. It's... Hoped that the information observed by the Clipper will shed more light on what is on and then ultimately below the moon's unusually smooth surface. Huh. Apparently NASA did a YouTube live stream uh, making this announcement and all that fun stuff. And that was just like today is what it looks like. So kind of in the same vein, but not really. Hmm. We're not really talking about extraterrestrials at all. Well, I mean, they would be considered extraterrestrials. Any life would be. Yeah, sure. But <laughs> not like not like what we're thinking, you know? Interesting. That's cool stuff. Cool stuff. All right. I'm trying to find this story. Why don't you do another one while I try to find this story? <clears throat> okay. Um... So it says here conspiracy theorists are, are not paranoid. And this is coming from a new study, apparently. But it says the average person on the street tends to have the impression that the belief in conspiracy theories and paranoid personality traits are two things which are pretty much linked. However, new research from a team of uh, psychologists from the Johannes Gutenberg University of Mainz has found that this is not necessarily the case. Uh, in this study, we wanted to counter the impression that the belief in conspiracy theories is just a symptom of <laughs> paranoid delusion, uh, explained the lead author of the study, Roland Imhoff, a professor of social and legal psychology. Professor Imhoff... Uh, explained that he had been studying the mentality of individuals who believe in what is commonly termed conspiracy theories for almost 10 years now. He said that while there is some sterling work being conducted, he had to come, uh, he had come to be perturbed by the way that these individuals are referred to by academics. You know, quote, too often there is a slight uh, pathologizing tone and a certain arrogance towards the crazy conspiracy believers and that's totally true and you and i have had plenty of discussions about this um, according to professor imhoff categorizing those who believe in theories uh, which many others may think to be completely outlandish as pathological is neither helpful nor accurate therefore he and his team set out to prove that paranoia and belief in conspiracy theories were not mutually exclusive uh in, in fact what they found here is near zero correlation between conspiracy belief and paranoia there's hope my friend 
there's hope for us. I, I'm, I'm feeling kind of good about this. Huh. The team decided to dig deeper. I like being crazy. I, you know, I don't mind. It said, however, the team did uh, decide to dig a little deeper and conducted two studies using 209 German participants and 4,000 American participants to probe the overlap between conspiracy beliefs and paranoia. The level to which the participants believed in conspiracy theories was measured by how much they agreed or disagreed with certain statements such as, quote, there are certain political circles with secret agendas that are very influential, unquote. After that, they were tested for the paranoid personality traits by responding to questions such as, quote, I need to be on my guard against others, unquote. Um, these seem fairly generic, at least these two that they've thrown out to us here. Um, but the team found that there was very little correlation between conspiracy belief and paranoia in their participants. Instead, they found that the belief in conspiracy theories tended to be uh, tended to be bound up in socio-political factors. Makes sense. Such as lack of trust in the government, um, which, you know. However, paranoia tended to be a deeply rooted personality trait unrelated in the main to political factors. So when conspiracy theorists did exhibit paranoia, it tended to be about a small group of powerful people rather than humanity in general. Uh, regarding clinical psychology, this kind of paranoia would not indicate uh, pathology. So pretty interesting stuff. But uh, it says their findings were published in the European Journal European Journal of Social uh, Psychology. So, good stuff, buddy. Hmm. There's hope. <laughs> if people call us crazy, we can just direct them to this uh, this cute little study that they did, right? It'll be fine. What do we get? Yeah. Oh. I found the story I was looking for, by the way. Oh, okay. What's up? It was a fun one. From our Dude. old pal, David Mead. All right. Let's do it. The Bible says the world is going to end on June 24th, 2018. I saw this, man. It better fucking not. It's my grandmother's birthday. Like, what a fucking dick move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I think I'll be in Colorado. Um, you won't care. You'll be all high. No, I won't be in Colorado. I'm going to be in Colorado like a week before that. Gotcha. At least I'll get my vacation in. True that. Uh, throughout history, people have long believed and remarked on the day when everything will come to an end. While some may call it an apocalypse or doomsday or Armageddon, all of these words just point to an idea which means an end to the world. Last year, David Mead incorrectly predicted a planet named Nibiru would hurl itself into Earth and kill everybody. He has been wrong so many times. Then in 2012, the Mayan calendar was supposed to predict the end of the world. Since the calendar stopped on December 21st, and back in the year 2000, people feared that the end of the world uh, with Y2K. Now, almost every month into 2018, a new theory has popped up. Oh, this isn't from David Mead. They just mentioned David Mead. I thought that oh. it was, was going to be about. Oh, snap. Um, oh, snap. 
one thing about we should actually even I don't know. I think it would be fun. I think we Finish should do an episode <laughs> on 2012. Like the movie? No. <laughs> I think we should do something on the Mayan calendar at the very least <clears throat> because sure, it's wildly open to interpretation and we could still could be coming to when the calendar actually is supposed to end. Ooh. Could be up as far out as 2020 plus. It could be sometime it, in late June of 2018. What yeah, up? you never know. <laughs> Uh, anyways, a conspiracy theorist by the name of Matthew Jean-Marc Joseph Rodriguez That's a fucking mouthful. has pointed to the Bible to support his theory that the world will end on June 24, 2018. He points to a passage in the Bible that is supposed to indicate the end of days. The passage reads, He was given authority to act for 42 months. That's all it says. That's uh, literally it? Yeah. During an interview with the Daily Star, the theorist said, I heard a voice in the middle of four living beings. This is wisdom. He who has intelligence can interpret the figure of the beast. It represents the name of a man. His figure is 666. Uh, supposedly, by adding the number of crop harvests along with the price hike, it should produce the date of its last day on Earth. Okay. I'm he not. says that in order to find the exact date, he needs to take the number 666 and add it to his previous calculations, which include the 42 months as prescribed by the Bible. Matthew says, said that when these numbers are all added together, it points to a date June 24, 2018 as the end of the world. I still don't understand. I don't get it. No, I don't get the formula. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Um, I'm not following. Yeah, and then that's the end of the article. Damn, so man. It's David Mead again. Oh my god. I mean, that's what you get for. Let's see. What's this from? Oh, I've never heard of this. I thought it was like the Daily, whatever over in Europe, but yeah. it's not. It's from. A website called The Provider. Ooh. P-R-O-V-I-D-R. Yeah, so um, another month, another end of the world. <sighs> well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> there it is. Holy crap. I just don't understand, man. Like, we've had, we've done entire shows about this before, Right. And it seems like every, basically monthly at this point, man, at least two, um, I don't even know, man, at least a couple dozen per year, it seems like all of this is happening. But the bitch of it is, is people are like jumping on board and believing all of this stuff. Like, how does that even happen? We should try an experiment. Well, how's that? Well, go with me on this. We should try an experiment because we, we, we say absolutely nothing initially. What we do is you and I come up with some form of, you know, horse shit and numbers and say that because of X, Y, and Z, the earth is going to end or the world, excuse me, is going to end on this specific date in this specific year. 
release it on Reddit and just throw it out there, say nothing, and see what happens. You, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I want to see how many people jump on board. We can come up with our own with like five first name name. Yeah, why not? We could throw in whatever the hell we wanted to, really, and just see what actually happens with this. This is the day that dinosaurs come back to life. They Anything. bust out of their caves. The <laughs> life, Bible says so. Life has found a way. <laughs> <laughs> we could like just bill it as the Jeff Goldblum religion. Oh my god. If we could get Goldblum in on this little project, that would be insane. You think he'd do a little cameo for us? Probably not. If we had Bud Light dollars, we could afford Goldblum. Yeah. I, Hit us I, up, Bud Light. He doesn't cost as much as he used to, but I'm sure still a lot. Hit us up, Bud Light. <sighs> Goodness. We'll bring Jeff Goldblum to our island. I want to meet that dude so bad. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Goodness. All right. Well, is it break time? Yeah, we're going to take a little break. Um and hear a quick little word from our sponsors and be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. This is about to get weird. Join John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot each week as they clarify conspiracies. The first time euphemism's ever been used in this show, and I appreciate you calling me out on it. Explore enigmas. Disregard all known writing and use my method, which only works <laughs> on this. Uh, you'll realize it says drink rich chocolatey oval tea inside <laughs> the spaceship under the sphinx and probe the paranormal hold on a second uh, I'm, I'm pointing the laser at the wall now 71 71.1 71.2 admiral bird is here all of this done with the misguided help of the one and only conspiracy bot you're all idiots hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric Stop on my joke. I will when they're good. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. All right, folks, welcome back. Round two, Ectoplasm Show. Real quick, if you want to reach out to us, send us a text. uh, Leave us a voicemail, 913-730-7255. We actually do have... Got some uh, got some stuff to talk about real quick. We do have a text. Uh, it's from our buddy Josh down in Texas. Yeah, absolutely. Patron member. 
Uh, he says, oh, so after, you know how at the end of the last week's episode, I talked about how I felt like I was off a little bit. Yeah, maybe it was. He said I was definitely off and that it was a horrible episode. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, he actually said, hey, man, these past few shows have been awesome. Oh, that's cool, man. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I think that's all I got. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Come on, people. Leaves. We need some more voicemails. That's what we need. People have called, but then they don't leave a voicemail. It's because they want to talk to you, you dick. Pick up this the phone. This person's called a couple times. I wish I could put the number out on the air. It ends in... Ends in seven zero five seven. Keep calling and leave a message. I'm not going to answer. I'm usually. not going to answer. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to answer. Sorry. Oh my gosh, man. Good stuff. All right. So let's dive back into this news stuff here. Let me get my. Uh, just trying to like move everything out of the way. All right, I got another story, a fun one. You got one? Okay. Flat Earth fans get rebuffed. What? What? A flat, yeah, a Flat Earth enthusiast in England is crying foul after numerous bookmakers refuse to accept his bet that the world is not round. How the fuck are you going to bet this? Ger- Gerard Gallagher says that he contacted a whopping 14 different betting companies in the UK in an attempt to wager on the shape of the earth, and none of them would accept the challenge. Initially offering... Yeah, initially offering up to 100 pounds on the gambit, he actually increased the amount to 1,000 pounds and still could not find any takers from the old wager. I'm sure he thinks it's because the world is actually fought and they know it. Here's the deal. Yeah, I'm sure you're absolutely right about that, by the way. Um, the problem is this. Let's say, hypothetically, we do make a bet. We make a wager just like that. Now, let's say there's also then a way to definitively prove or disprove the the shape of the it's Earth. It's always going to be called fake. Bingo. No matter what. So, in theory, then, what you would have to have is either, one, you would have to have a device that has been checked out by both sides oh, of the coin have right to fly out there they both or yeah exactly or that was my next point you would have to get somebody who believed that it was possible that the earth was flat or it was also possible that the earth was round you would have to fly these people who were like-minded individuals who are also not afraid to say yes it is this or no it's not this um I mean, that's just the way it goes. But what are you going to do? Take all of these sons of bitches, put them in something, and send them up? That is the only way people are going to fucking finally, 100% definitively believe this, is if they see it for the goddamn selves. And even then, they'll probably still say it was something holographic. It was a hologram. Yeah, I was drugged. Yep, exactly. Something. Like, this will never be put to fucking sleep. Ever. It doesn't matter how many government officials can come out and say it. It doesn't matter how many fucking astronauts who, oh, by the way, have fucking been there and seen it for themselves. It doesn't matter. These people don't want to hear it. They want to believe what they want to believe. And that's fine and dandy. Believe what you want to believe. But don't be so goddamn, like, they're cynical when it comes to this. If anybody wants to prove them wrong, they instantaneously become a cynic. And that's what pisses me off more than anything. 
have an open fucking mind and be open to the idea that you could be fucking wrong. That's it. This is what pisses me off. It's the exact same thing in the paranormal field, man. It's the exact same thing. <sighs> I'm out of Let's breath. I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of breath. I'm pissed. All right. his, his inability to make the bet is particularly frustrating to Gallagher because many bookmakers in England offer a number of weird wagers that are not altogether different from the Earth Flat Earth theory. Such as? For, inst- yeah, okay. uh, for instance, one company offered the opportunity for people to bet on Elvis making a comeback and the Loch Ness Monster being proven real. Those are tangible. Those are here. That is something yeah. 100% observable by the general public. You would have to be pretty goddamn privy to, to be able to see the, the outer workings of space. So, yeah. I it still- says, as such, um, in what should come as no surprise, Gallagher suspects that the bookmakers insist- are insistent that they will not wager on the flat earth theory is conspiratorial in nature. They know that I am right in saying that the earth is flat. He mused to the hometown newspaper. I refer back to my first story. <laughs> and if other people joined me in placing the bet, they could lose millions. Ah, goodness, goodness. Oh, would you take that bet? What would odds would we give them? I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck is going on with my computer? Oh my god! <laughs> there we go. Yikes! No, you I would need to clear, steer clear of those websites. Which ones, buddy? You know which ones. It was iTunes, dickweed. <laughs> <laughs> I have my phone plugged in, and apparently it just now registered, like for whatever reason, because you know we're thirty-five minutes into the show. So why not? My God, it's nuts. You need to steer clear of those websites. <laughs> oh my goodness, buddy. So. Apparently, we have a major tectonic shift that has been detected at the Yellowstone supervolcano. Did you hear about this? No, so, I didn't. And well, it's funny that it lines up with the eruption in Hawaii, which is also another caldera. Interesting. Okay, so... It says the eruptions of the volcano in Hawaii have oh. meant that focus has been then increased on Yellowstone's super volcano. Alarm bells have been ringing, and the volcano has sparked eruption fears due to the increased activity below and above the surface. So multiple small earthquakes and geyser eruptions spark fears is what this is saying. Um, there's been multiple earthquakes at Yellowstone National Park along with other eruptions uh, of the dormant geyser. I'm curious as to how big these uh, earthquakes are because there are literally hundreds of earthquakes every day. Every single day. The yeah. small ones. So Now, it says, it says the geyser at Yellowstone is named the Steamboat. I'm unfamiliar with this. But anyway, it has been in dormancy since uh, 2014. However... Suddenly, on March 15th, it erupted, and then again on April 19th, 27th, and again on May 4th. So, I guess 
<laughs> would consider it out of its dormancy. Now, it says 200 small earthquakes over two weeks at Yellowstone. Over a period of two weeks, more than 200 earthquakes hit Yellowstone, and this told scientists that a huge tectonic plate shift had taken place underneath the surface of the Earth. It was said that two of three warning signs that there was going to be an imminent eruption caused panic when visitors were at the site. Warning signs include seismic activity increasing, obviously, an increase of gas outlet in the surface, uh, All right, or so at the surface, and the ground many, deforming. Yes. That, those 200 earthquakes, how long was there, Red? Like, how, what, what? What, how, no, how many days? Was it two weeks it said? Oh, excuse me. Yes, two weeks. two weeks. Correct. Over a period okay, of two so weeks. More than 200 earthquakes, it does say. One simple Google search of how many earthquakes happen in Yellowstone National Park every year. Yes. Pops up 3,000 earthquakes. Oh, so, okay. So, okay. okay. So, so 3,000 <laughs> divided by 52... Is 57 earthquakes a week. So it is a little bit more than normal. It's about it's double. it's still an active volcanic it's, area. It's about so, double is what you're saying. Well, yeah, that would be about 115 on average. Right. But to say that 200 is above average is above average, but I wouldn't say that it's crazy above no. average. If it was 500, I would say it would be above average because, like, I mean, we're talking about normal probably waxing and waning, right? Ebbs and flows of just the natural earth itself. But um, it does say there has been no sign of any ground deforming during 2018, you know? So that was one of their warning signs. And that right there, they said they can't find any real ground deformity to speak of. Um, there has been an increase then, obviously, in the gas outlet and seismic activity, uh, both under and above the ground surface. Many people have started to get nervous. Uh, seismologists have said that if there were an eruption at Yellowstone, there'd be mass destruction. Check our previous episodes for all that fun stuff. <laughs> However, experts working at the National Earthquake Information Center played down any fears. So there you have it. Um, yeah, I mean... Increase in activity sparked fears for the chain of 13 volcanoes over 800 miles on the West Coast. I mean, yeah, Christ. If Yellowstone volcano erupts, consequences, you would see ash that would devastate most of the United States. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've covered that. Yeah, I mean. So many times. We really have. It's inevitable. It's going to go off again. Even if it's small, it's still devastating. Even if yeah. the, the the instance of whatever happens next <laughs> is small comparatively, it's still devastating. So, Yeah, absolutely. We, I mean, we're just screwed anyway. I'm coming <laughs> to get your ass, and we're going to Canada. Thanks, buddy. It'll be cold, but we'll be clear of the ash Don't field. give a shit. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> My goodness. What else you got for us, pal? So have you, uh, we're a little old to be joining the military these days. Yeah, I'd um, say we're past our prime, probably. But would you, was there any point in your life where you thought about it? Uh, a couple different times, sure. 
Would a space force entice you to join the military? I would sign that. If you were in your prime of yeah. joining the military age. and I'd sign that son of a bitch right now. <laughs> I don't care. That'd be great. Donald Trump says he could launch Space Force alongside the traditional branches of the military. Okay. <clears throat> so this is begging like 50 different questions right now. Number one, is this real? Um, like, well, well, it's from the Independent in the UK, so it's, okay. So no, the the Independent is a questionable website, for okay. sure, but it's a gossip page. Right. But but I what, mean, we'll we'll get to it in the article. All I'm right, sure go for we'll, it. Maybe they'll have a source. Donald Trump could launch a space army. To stand alongside the traditional branches of the military. Okay. I'm sure he said nothing like that. It Probably was just something not. that referenced to that. <laughs> right. right. Uh, speaking to the U.S. Army, he said that the country needed to develop another group to fight in space in what appeared to be a surprise announcement. He told members of the Army football team during a presentation of a trophy that the administration is seriously thinking about establishing another branch of the military. Fuck me. Okay. Uh, you a quote. This is a quote. You will be part of the five proud branches of the United States Army Forces: Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, and Coast Guard. The president told the American football players who were in the White House Rose Garden, and we're actually thinking of a sixth, and that would be the Space Force. Trump said. Uh, wonder- does that make sense? The Space Force General. You probably haven't even heard that. I guess he was talking to a general as well. I'm just telling you now. This is perhaps because we're getting very big in space. Both militarily and for for another reasons, we're seriously thinking about the Space Force. Of course. No, wait. I just have to throw this out. Of course he said, yeah, we're getting very big in space. Because, like, fuck me. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, it says big, it's not very, the very first big. time. Mr. Trump has suggested that he will establish a a space force. He first mentioned the idea in March when he noted the growing importance of of space as a potential battleground. I was, quote, I was saying it the other day, because that's how he usually talks. I was saying it the other day because we're holding or we're doing a tremendous amount of work in space. Maybe we need a new force. We'll call it the space force, Mr. Trump added. I was not really serious, and then I said, what a great idea. Maybe we'll have to do that. That could happen. So, okay, and that was my next question. Was he saying these things in jest? You the know what I'm saying? Time, like, the first time, yes. But yes, apparently okay. this time when he said it to the group, of, he he's actually taking it seriously. But we know that the president can't actually just make that happen. Right. But he right. is the head of the armed forces. He like he's the commander so he in chief. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, like, let's think about this now. Like, let's break this down. A oh, bit. it says that. Hold on. It says the where the White House clarified. It says some had suggested that the president may have been joking, but a few days after the remarks, the White House clarified that he was serious. Dude, poor Huckabee. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's got her fucking plate full, <laughs> doesn't she? Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, yeah. At the moment, the Air Force is responsible for any military concerns that might arise in space, but experts have warned that space will be increasingly 
contested in years to come as increasingly complex weapons are built and more opportunities to open up. That's a great point. To explore. Sure. Absolutely. That is a great point. But let's let's think about this, though, because is it really that far fetched? You and I have talked about this plenty of times. Like, is it that far fetched to have a select group? Uh, no, and a lot of people <clears throat> believe that we already have that. Right. Now, a lot of people would say that, and I I would probably well, tend to disagree. First, we've sent our first astronauts into space armed, so they could technically be called a space force. Or a space cowboy. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Wow. Um, so... It's interesting, though, to me. Like, do you see something like this coming to fruition any time in the next decade? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I absolutely that... establishing something like that to prevent any outside threat. Now, I'm not saying extraterrestrial. I'm not saying, like, alien. I'm, I'm saying anything, fucking anything that threatens to break the atmosphere break into you know our freaking little home planet here so have you uh, seen the new it's not new now but it's relatively new well it's new in the sense that it's not as old as the old independence day but have you seen the new independence day I movie not. i have not i want to really bad so there's a moment in the film it's not a great film it doesn't stand up to the first one but it's not bad it's yeah. a decent watch Anyways, there's a moment in the film where, well, at the beginning of the film, they show all this new technology that they have protecting the planet that they've retrofitted and re-engineered from alien technology. Oh, sweet. And then all of a sudden, this alien ship shows up and we blow it out of the sky with this new weapon and come to find out an hour into the film that that was the good guys coming to help us protect us from another ship that was coming and that's something that will probably happen we'll probably inadvertently attack somebody but, that's yeah. trying to come help us see you and i have talked at great length about this too like what we do is we shoot first and ask questions later right <laughs> like, so this is absolutely in the realm of possibility i mean let's not uh let's not kid ourselves here <laughs> That's what we do. Well, even they kind of poke at it at the first, um, in the very first Independence Day, when there's the news report in the background talking about not to discharge your firearms at the aliens. Right. Or at the ships. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could start an interstellar war or whatever they say in that movie. It's interesting, man. I don't know. I think this is a cool idea. You'd be the one out there popping off shots with your new conceal and carry if something flies over and stops above your house. Hey, whatever. I probably would. Like, I'd probably be like, what the fuck are you? And then I'd just start fucking just emptying magazines left and right. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. It's just crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. I don't know. I definitely see something like this happening. I do, I and I will say this. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. But in the next decade, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what the steps are to create a new branch of, of military. Like, what the hell does that, you know, what goes along with that? I need to get Jeff I back on know. the show. I don't know. I mean, it's been, <sighs> I don't know. Is the Marines the most recent 
expansion Dude, of the military or is the Coast Guard? I couldn't tell or you if is I tried. It the Nash, like, are the National Reserve people, are they considered? Well, I guess they're independent within their own branches. Well, it's Army National Guard. Yeah, Army so, National I mean, Guard. That's what I meant. They're independent right, right. within a branch. Correct. So, yeah, I don't know. Man, that's and, tough. I do don't they know. really need to not, not that the uh, do they really need to specify it? Why couldn't it be a expansion of the Air Force? That's a good point too. Uh, it would have to get to a certain level, I would believe, a certain amount of people in it in order right. to be separate. I'm trying to think. I got to look or... up, I got to refresh myself. On that hacker that hacked in in the 90s and got, I, I can't remember if it was the uh, the Na- NASA or the NSA or the Air Force. He hacked into some government files and just looking for random stuff and popped up that he found a list of air f- or off-planet pilots. I remember you told me about that. planet um, com- combat people or something like that. I'm gonna have to re- now review uh, or read, look that up. So let me just ask though. So after hey, reading, you know all of someone this stuff, named Love Des? I don't know. They posted and said Josh question mark. Hi. <laughs> like, what's the question mark? <laughs> what's that about? I don't know. Hey, I do have a question for you though. So, like, yeah. reading through this guy's stuff that you said, like, he hacked into all of this, right? So, reading yeah, through this it. This was stuff, like, but, back in the day, like, in the very branding first part of the internet is when people were talking about this. Okay, so it's a little more feasible that he would be able to gain access then. So. Oh, yeah. Cause right. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm talking mid, mid-90s, late-90s at the latest. All right, so there you go. So, yeah, everything's still kind of in its infancy, right? Like, um, But is what he was saying, in your opinion, was it credible? Like, so, did it kind of hold water, like the shit that he was saying? I'm just going off of what I remember. Yeah. I haven't looked at it in a long time, but I do remember it being a huge deal. It was all over the forums and the Internet boards and stuff. He wasn't. He claims he wasn't in there to find that kind of stuff. He was just a hacker messing around. He just wanted to see if he and, could get access. He just wanted to yeah. see how far he could do this. Yeah, he right. just wanted to see how far he could get. He could just just he wanted to pull random stuff to just see what the hell he could get, and he ended up getting this list of names that was labeled off-planet pilots. I believe is what it said. That's nuts, man. And. He shared it, and it, it was an official document. You know, he yes, he could have uh, made it all. Yeah. But the guy disappeared shortly after that, and not in the, like... Um, what do you mean disappeared? I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm not sure if he disappeared. I'm going to have to remind myself on that. I think there was there was an extension to the story. Something happened to the guy after he... Holy shit. Well, I mean, it, maybe he got arrested and put in a hole. I. I don't remember what it was, but it was a big deal at one point. I remember it coming out. It's interesting uh, this, stuff, man. This Love Des says, yeah. when did you get a show? What do you mean? You, I don't I don't know. Um, about 260. Well, thanks for checking it out. Yeah. yeah. 
we're on this episode two hundred sixty second episode. Yeah, you you started in two thousand fourteen, so the end of this year you'll be doing this show for four years. Yeah, I mean it's uh, a little crazy, but yeah, I mean, Des, this is what anyway, we do. Back we to just the, we talk about all sorts of fun stuff. You know, it's interesting though because you know I met a gentleman once. Um, Regardless, I'm not going to go into like where, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, I met a guy. He in the back alley. No, 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 no. So it was interesting because I just don't want to give enough. Like I don't want to give too much information away about the guy. Just I don't want him to get in trouble. Um, but regardless, him and I had this like plenty of like really lengthy conversations because he had a very similar story. Um, back when the in- internet was like really in its infancy or whatever. He got online. He was able to hack in, and I forget if it was FBI, if it was like CIA, what was whatever it was, but it was that. Now, it wasn't even 12 hours after the fact that he got a knock on his door. He got a knock on his door, and they basically said um, either, you know, one, you go to prison for the rest of your life, or two, you come with us, and you show us exactly what you did and how you did it. You know, now... Quite literally, that he made a career out of that. Um, mm-hmm. From that point on, that was his job. He worked for the government, specifically one of those agencies, and th- that was that. I guess I don't know if he was like doing more like security type purposes or or what, but yeah, I mean, pretty interesting stuff. The amount of shit that he, the information that he was privy to, mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing stuff. I want to be that guy. Do you know you we you had to reshut off your computer and restart everything? That's why I'll never be that show. guy. That's why I'll never be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You <laughs> also got freaked out when your phone connected to iTunes. Hey, because my phone had been plugged in for 45 minutes prior <laughs> to that. <laughs> I was like, now, like right do, now, you're doing that. I, I do like that genre of like. Have you watched uh, Mr. Robot? No. Check it out. It's on Prime. It's really good. It's about a hacker, and it's supposed to be really close to like real life. You know, because the movie from the '90s, Hackers, was nothing like what it was ever like to actually be a hacker. I never even there watched. There was no that. like flying through computers and whatever from that movie. <laughs> Um, but this Mr. Robot's really good. It's a good Sweet. drama anyway, so. Nice. It makes you want to be a hacker. It makes Dude. you want to damn the man, fuck them yeah. all, take it all down. Yeah, fuck them. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have been watching The Looming Tower on Hulu lately. I still don't have Hulu. You know what? I will say it is totally worth it. Um, at first, like I was a little leery about the whole Hulu thing, and honestly, the only reason I got the subscription to Hulu is because they came out with eleven twenty two sixty three, with uh, uh, Franco in there. But uh, I haven't seen that either. So good, so fucking good. But anyway, um, regardless, I uh, got it, and then I just kept it, and I was like, all right. So I'm going to see what else. But now they're coming out with all this original stuff, and it's so freaking good. Like, The Looming Tower, it's got Jeff Daniels in it. 
super good. It's all the stuff leading up to and then after like 9-11 from the government's point of view and everything. Uh, and it's actual <laughs> events and shit that we did know about, um, things that we probably should have, you know, maybe stepped in front of <laughs> to prevent certain things, but ultimately kind of dropped the ball. Very, very interesting Definitely well done, well shot. Like it's it's damn good show. So go check that shit out for sure. You're welcome, Hulu. Hey, Hulu, call us. We'll plug your shit. Hey, Bud Light, call us. We'll plug your shit. I got nothing. Did I lose you? <laughs> no, I'm here. You're like, just shut the fuck up. Get on with it. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> I don't really have any more stories. I looked no, through; dude. there wasn't nothing super interesting. No, I'm kind of uh, bone dry over here, honestly. Um, so yeah, why don't you tell the good peeps at home where they could uh, where they could possibly find any more information on ecto stuff if well, they were? Our they were. show is named the Ectoplasm oh. Show. Yeah. If you got this far and didn't know that, um, yeah. You know, now you know. So, what is Chuck? Chuck motherfucking Banks is in the chat. Chuck motherfucking Banks. What is up, brother? Um, he says, damn, not even moist, Josh Heard. What do you mean, not even moist? I don't know what he's talking about there. We'll figure it out. Um, Chuck and I are going to be roommates, by the way, at the KC Paracon. <laughs> yeah? Well, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. We're going we're gonna to a hotel. God, I bet that room is going to be sticky afterwards. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, it's going to itch when it dries. <laughs> Dude, we are fucking gross. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Anyways. It'll be a great time. Go to time. ectoplasmshow.com. You can find all of everything about us. You can have links to our Patreon, to our... Um, Threadless store. You could get some gear. I can't show it on the show, but I could show it on here. I got an It's Science Bitches pouch. It's Science holds Bitches. All my, holds all my little investigation goodies. I've got uh, I've got this fun little guy. The uh, the notebook. Yeah, I got one too. The Ecto notebook. Mine says the Ectoplasm Show in, in uh, Stranger Things. Heck yeah, dude. So, yeah, you go check that out. Get a couple of goodies on Threadless, ectoplasmshow.threadless.com. Yeah. And if you like the show, tell your friends. Yeah, share it. Tell your friends. Share the the podcast with everybody. And come join Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you get a chance, give us a rating and a review wherever yes. you tend to uh, consume this content. That would be much appreciated. Helps people find the show. Uh, but, yeah, we will be forever in your debt. How about that? Come to the Kansas City Paranormal Conference. We are officially sold out of vendor tables. That's nuts, too, by the way. I, I love it. maybe able love to squeeze it. one or two more tables out of there. But you can get cheap, dirt cheap outdoor vendor spots. Right, right. And I'm hoping, like, if enough people book outdoor vendor spots, I'm going to get a couple of food trucks and other stuff in there. Hell of an idea. And we'll have a party outside, too. I so, love that idea, dude. 20 speakers this year. 20 speaker dude, slots dude. anyway. Some of those slots have two or three people on at once, including you are on there and 
you get to go twice because we're doing a panel with Hysteria 51 what as up? well. Dude, that's going to be so much fun. Oh, my God. I'm just stoked. Like, we get to hang out. Are they bringing Conspiracy Bot? They better. Maybe pissed. He he can come, but he he only has this one type of plug that works in Brent's basement. He had to get this special plug from overseas. Okay. He won't be able to plug him in there. He could sit there, but he, he can't do there. anything. I was sure, I was I was just gonna want to get like an autograph or something, you know. Well, I guess Brent could probably move his hand around to <laughs> do something. He, I'm sure he could finagle it to do all sorts of fun stuff. It'll be great. Oh, my goodness. All right, pal. <clears throat> you guys check us out at Pod Bros. It's podbros.com. <clears throat> I got like a frog in my throat. Like something's going on, man. Damn. Anyway, go over there. Give them some love. Let them know we sent you. Go check out the EGT Project. Yeah, yeah. EGTproject.com, I believe it's the website. I think it's, uh, yeah, the EGTproject.com. You can yes, risk uh, some gear for your investigations. He's going to be there. He's one of the vendors. And he's probably going to be teaching a class this year if I can get that uh, logistics worked out. He'll be showing off audio equipment for the most part and how to use it effectively in the field. Hell yeah. Good stuff, brother. Good stuff. All right, peeps. Well, we are going to let you go. I hope you guys have a pleasant rest of your day, evening, weekend, whenever the hell you're listening to this. We'll talk to you all very soon. Peace out.